Blog Talk Radio. Get up with DJ Sean. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Cause he got it going on. Get up, get up, get up, get up. You will enjoy the show. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Heels up radio. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Get up with DJ Sean. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Cause he got it going on. You will enjoy the show. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Here's up radio. You gotta get on up to DJ Sean in the morning. Why don't you get up, get up, get up, get up. Get up with DJ Sean. Get on up, yeah. Cause he got it going on. You will enjoy the show. Heels up radio. You know you gotta get on. Cause he got it going on. You're gonna have a good time. You will enjoy the show. Heels up radio, heels up radio, radio. you gotta wake up right now, cause you got it going up, DJ Sean, you will enjoy the show, heels up radio, DJ Sean, in the morning. You're listening to Hilltop Radio Show with D-Boy the Pro. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up. Like a sex machine. Get on up.
All right, that was the latest uh, mix by the great late uh, DJ Debo, DJ Debo, James Brown mega mix right here on DJ Sean in the morning. I had to wake up to that, wake up a little bit after that long show last night. Uh, I want to thank everybody to DJ Sean in the morning, everybody that's tuned in, everybody that's on board. It's 37 degrees. It's clear right here in Charlotte, North Carolina. We got Miss Kent. Miss Dr. Candace is on with us, and uh, we we are, um, and we got Miss uh, Miss Queen B is on with us this morning too. She woke up with us this morning with her coffee. Welcome, ladies. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Shabadoo. How are you? See, there we go. First thing in the morning. First thing in the morning. It's not even noon yet, and you starting already. <laughs> I'm still trying to get the crust out of my eyes. But anyway, morning, morning, morning. Um, Candice, uh, what I want to uh, talk to you about again is, you know, we keep going back to, uh, you know, uh, artists being impatient, you know, trying to get ahead by any means necessary. I understand, you know, that you want to try to be that person or be that artist. I understand that. But it's like, Every week, it's a, it's a certain artist that I know that I try to help but was impatient. So I told them, you know, they had to go on um, and do whatever do whatever necessary arrangements to help their career. But every week, and I swear, every week, this particular artist has someone new that he's working with. It, either it's a DJ, a promoter, or another artist. Can you explain that again, please? <laughs> I'm having a hard well, this, time understanding this. Yeah. Well, this is the thing, Sean, and it goes back to when artists and managers, when they first meet or, or, or the artist approach the manager, however the relationship becomes about asking the questions. You have to lay the, the boundaries of expectation. Them as an artist asking you, who have you managed before? Uh, what is your plan for me? What is it that you see for me as an artist? Have you even listened to my music? Those are questions. And then as a manager, being honest and saying, this is what I can do, A, B, C, D, but this is the process that we're going to have to take. And for the impatient artist, it's just like you say, Sean, if you know, if if you cannot trust the process and do the things that I'm asking you to do, then maybe part ways because every manager-artist relationship is not going to work. It, it, it's just not, and that's the realism of it. But they want this microwave career and everyone's not built to be an independent artist. Everyone's not built for that. An independent artist versus someone who's mainstream and has a record deal or whatever, it's very different. It's very, very different. The benefits are better and more beneficial as an independent artist, but it takes more work. And every artist isn't built for it. So as a manager, you have to see that. 
I've turned away artists because I saw they're not built for it. You know, I just being honest with them, you're not built to be an independent artist because you don't want to wait out the process. You don't want to do what it's going to take to be an independent artist. They're looking at, oh, I'm looking at the Beyonce's, the Aaliyah's, the Mary J. You're looking at them, but they're not independent artists. They're mm-hmm. not independent artists. You have some mainstream artists who became independent artists. They didn't start off like that. But independent artists, you have to put in the work. So, so, so let's do. The, let me do something real quick. Let's back up a little bit. It was a key thing that you said. You have a lot of people that claim that they're managers, but they're not manage, manager material. But yes. Yes. they only jumping on board with this artist because of money. Uh, trying to ride this artist's coattails, and don't yes. even have, as we call it, street credibility to get this artist where he's going. You know, this person, you know, female or male, just want to keep this person grounded. Why? Because they probably have something against them or some. Explain that. Yes, Sean. And see, and the thing is, that's not fair to the artist. You want to test out this management thing. This is something that you're interested in doing, but it's not fair to the artist that you want to play with their career as you learn on the job. You can learn on a job, but you need a mentor. You need to bring someone in with you to co-manage with you and mentor you. But then when it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Let them go. Don't hold on to them because then you're going to get into a legal standoff and you're going to lose because you didn't deliver as a manager. And then that's going to mess up your credibility. So you want to hold on and save faith. And then, like we said before, feelings are involved. Mm-hmm. Get out your feelings. This is business. If it didn't work out, it didn't work out. Yeah, because no one's mad with you. Just, I mean, you know, just move move your life on and find somebody that's capable of doing those things. Doing, that's capable of doing for your needs as an artist. Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. So. And the reason why I brought King, Queen B on here, Candace, because Queen B, you, you you were singing in the beginning, you know. Now you're getting back into it, and then you go through something similar to this with the with a manager or somebody down there in Louisiana, you know, a long while ago. Well, actually, <clears throat> excuse me. Actually, it wasn't quite like that. That was the um, it was the pastor that stopped a lot okay. of things from happening. Yeah, um, the guy that. Um, had the band, the R&B band that I was in. Um, he went to my pastor for whatever reason. <laughs> for whatever reason, to ask if he said I got a lot of work for her to do, and I never got the phone call as to what was going on, uh, what he needed me to do, or anything of that nature. Um, for three months. I didn't hear anything from him, and then he decided to call and say, hey, did did, did so-and-so call you? I said, no. I said, call me for what? Well, I've, been, I've got work for you to do, and I've been trying to get him to get in touch with you. And so I'm like, why are you calling him when you need to call me directly? So, I mean, that's how that went sour. Instead of him communicating with me, he was communicating with somebody else. But, but, but Kent, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Quinby. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just saying that's how that went. 
you know, instead okay. of him calling me directly because I had no manager, I had no, you know, I had nobody over me. Okay. But he but, went. But, he went to that person. But Candace, isn't that that's the same way? Same thing. Whether it's a, you know, the church is just as worse as the industry. Because <laughs> no, seriously though, what I'm getting ready to say, I, I'm not. I'm not trying. I'm not looking down on 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 the church on on, you know, on gospel, it's but it, it's the truth though. Uh, when you when when these when these churches have talented artists in their congregation, that's you know, that leads to worship, you know, praise and worship, or just has that voice that people just, you know, love and gravitate to. The first thing, I mean, out of respect, that's what someone's got to do out of respect in the church is go to the pastor first and let the pastor know that they want to work with that individual. But sometimes you got greedy pastors that say, okay, I'll talk to this person, but they don't want to talk to him. Why? Because they don't want to lose you. So if they lose you, they lose the people that, that are coming to church on Sundays just for the praise and worship because the praise and worship is off the chain you know they rocking and everything like that so so that particular pastor's like hell no I ain't letting her go you know what I mean that's what a, that's an asset to my church so with that being an asset you being an asset to the church guess what you leave money ain't no money coming in doing praise and worship you know what I'm talking about Candace right it's the same thing yeah, yeah it's the same thing like Years ago, when we were working with that one gospel artist, and it oh just, Lord, yeah, it just, mm-hmm. it, that and that is exactly what happened. I mean, number one, I'm not going to go back and forth with a pastor mm-hmm. about a member in your church, and I'm, I'm not going to go back and forth with you about that. I'm not. I'm just going to step away and wipe my hands and let you have them because. Number one, if you're coming just to hear the singing, you're coming for the wrong reason. That's number one. Number two, as a pastor, if you're going to hold back an individual and hold back their gift, you're not doing right. You're not right. You're not right. I mean, and let's look at, and they look at it realistically. Okay, if this person is going to make it big as a gospel artist, and make money, uh, ding, 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 they're going to pay more money into the church. Uh They're not looking at it. I mean, church is a business. I'm going to be realistic with you. Church is a business. I know it because I go to church, into the church. I'm very close with my pastors. Church is a business outside of the church, outside of the pastor. Other people are looking at it. Some pastors look at it as a business. Because you can't go to the bank to pay your mortgage on a building to say the Lord going to save. They, that's not going to pay the bill. So realistically, you held back a young lady to make it in the business that God gave her, and then you blocked your blessings too. Because more money for her, she'll bring her more money to the church. Mm-hmm. Me, personally... I choose not to deal with gospel artists unless I talk to the pastor. That's just, I don't want to talk to no manager because nine times out of ten, the pastor will override the manager. I don't want to talk talk to the manager. I don't want to talk to your mama because that's what we dealt with. I don't want to talk to the mama. I I want to talk to the pastor. 
and deal with it like that. But, you know, all of this goes back to when you meet an artist, asking those questions, Sean. I mean, it's just like when you get in a relationship, you have a conversation. Is this what you want? This is what I'm bringing to the table in a relationship, and this is what I expect. But it's the same thing in management. If an artist asks those questions, you will see a BS manager. You'll see it. You'll see an inexperienced manager. Mm-hmm. And then I've seen lately where you have these managers who want to manage an artist, then you also want to manage yourself as an artist. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Mm-mm. I'm going to manage my brand, but I'm going to manage you as an artist. No, you can't do that. And the artist needs to ask those questions. That's true. All right, y'all, this is DJ Sean in the morning. We'll be right back after this Tina Marie mega mix by the late, great DJ Debo. Yeah, we're spending time with Debo today here on DJ Sean in the morning. We'll be right back.
Get up with DJ Sean. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Cause he got it going on. Get up, get up, get up, get up. You will enjoy the show. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Heels up radio. DJ Sean in the morning. It's DJ Show in the morning right here on Hilltop Radio Show. It is 38 degrees now. It's partly cloudy right here in Charlotte, North Carolina. I think they said we're suspecting some more snow uh, tomorrow. Suspecting some more snow mm-hmm. tomorrow. Going up the East Coast again, right? Or is it coming over yep, from the mid- Midwest, right? It's coming, coming from the tomorrow. Midwest. It's coming yeah. from the Midwest and then going up. So Queen B, you guys might might be missing all this good snow. Um, we're expecting a freeze later on tonight and then in the morning, so I'm not really sure. Um, as long as it's not like it was last year, I'm kosher. Last year we got a we got it really bad. All right. Snow, rain, ice, all of it, we got it all. Right now it's just it's 52 here. Oh well, it's up now 55. All so. right, that was a. Okay. That was Tina Marie mixed by the late great DJ Debo. Uh, we had one night we had Tina Marie's manager, uh, Mrs. Johnson, on. Uh, I'm gonna reach out to her probably sometime today or tomorrow and get her to come back and talk about, you know, her the life with uh, Tina up until you know she departed and whatnot. She was be with her. Um. But again, man- management finding the right manager and and and. Uh, um, back background checking people just to see their credibility with other with other artists and stuff like that. Not how this is what I want to ask: How hard is it to find a background a manager that's dealt with a lot of independent managers, but those artists didn't make it? How 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 can you how can artists go uh, try to find if their manager is the right manager for them? Well, basically, it's about asking. Like I said, it's about asking the questions. And if a manager is unable to give you somebody that they've managed before, or if they give it to you and you're unable to find that person, go the other way because most likely they're lying. They should tell you, you know, I'm just getting into this. I'm going to bring on somebody who is more experienced that will be helping me, but this is new to me, so that you go in, you don't go in with expectations that they can't meet. But it's not hard to find them. You know, if you tell me you manage Joe down, Joe whoever, and you can pull up independent artists, you can find them. And I can't find this person. I'm going to come back to you. Well, I can't find them. Do you know? I I just want to check your references. It's a reference check. Mm -hmm. And if they don't want to give you references, they're not the manager for you, unless they tell you the truth. You know, this is everyone. I started off new. You started off new, mm-hmm. but we were honest. We were honest with the person. I mean, I got lucky and met an artist who was willing to work with me, and we fought this fight together. So I got I, I, I lucked up, but. If I was to meet an artist now and I didn't have the experience that I have, look, I'm just getting into this, 
but I network. I have people on my team or I'm in contact with people who are willing to help me, and here are their references. Here's who they are. Mm-hmm. You as a as an artist, you have to, you know, this is what I want. And then as a manager, you have to, oh, it's not going to happen overnight. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen overnight. And and that, I think that's what we're running into lately is these artists who think, okay, I'm going to send DJ Sean this music. He's going to play it. They're going to critique it. And then I'm it's just going to, I'm going to do what I got to do. It's just going to hit. It doesn't always work like that. You got to put in the work. Right, and talking about talking about the music that we play, Levon. Let me ask you: when when we're playing artists' music and stuff, and we're breaking it down, you know, you know how we do it. What what is it that you look for in an artist's music that 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 you decide whether I'm going to like it or not? What what is it that you look for? Um. For one, I listen to the beat, and I also listen to the lyrics and how they match and add up to what the song is about. Um, and the hook, if the hook fits, the hook fits as well. Um, it it has to it has to do something to me or for me in order for me to like it. It's something has to jump out for me. I mean it's almost like shopping. If something doesn't jump out at me, then I, and I'm not gonna um, even pay attention to it after the fact. I have to listen to all of it from the beginning to the end. I listen to um, how it's formatted, the tempo, all of that. Is how yeah. Before I say, I, I just really like a song. You have to really kind of listen to it and see if the message in the song jumps out at you. And Candace, Candace, what do you what do you look for when you when well, you're, well, I know you know yeah. like I say some nights that rap isn't your cup of tea, but when you do listen to rap, what is it that that catches you? Well, what catches me, like um, especially with rapping, is what are you saying? You know what you're saying. Is it making sense? Because lately, you know, when I'm listening to some rap. It doesn't make sense. It's like, what are you rapping about? Mm-hmm. Is it making sense? And is it flowing? Is it flowing? And everyone doesn't have the voice to rap. It just—it sounds so corny when some people rap. <laughs> it sounds so corny. It's like, why? Why? And it's like, I am not. Sean knows me. I'm not a rap. It's not my. It's not my thing. I've never projected it to be. But I listen to it more now with a different ear since I watched that versus battle between the Locks and Dipset. I listen to it now with a different ear. Yeah, mm-hmm. I listen to the B and I listen to it, but what are you saying? Is it flowing or are you sounding stupid? Are you looking crazy? And as far as the R&B, I'm listening to the music. I'm listening to you sing. Do you have the voice control? Because we hear artists that have no voice control. I'm not a person that like a lot of runs. I don't like a lot of runs. These these R&B artists that sing a lot of runs, you covering up the talent. That means you, 
you screaming, you running. I ain't got. I, that turns me off. And I listen for the instrumentation. How does stuff blend together? And if you're a group, are you singing over each other? Because if you're singing over each other, that means y'all are fighting for the for the spotlight, which means you're gonna be hard to manage. Mm-hmm. That's right. That is certainly right. Well, you know, surely Murdoch is back in the back in it back in the scene, and we got the latest with her and Cupid called right. Two Step Two Step on My Haters right here on DJ uh-huh. Show in the morning. New Cuban, Mr. Fat on the track. I got my mind, and I got my time, I got my time, I got my 
right, you guys heard it heard it here first, I guess. Um, this uh, Cupid feature is here to murder out two steps on my haters. Boy, that's powerful. That is a powerful song. Oh yeah, it is. if you listen to the words, oh, yeah. if you listen to the words, yeah. You step on the asses. That's right. That's what needs to be done. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Mr. Cupid a call today to see if I can get him on the show because he owes me another interview anyway. Yeah. So I'm going to call him today, see if I can get him on the show. We can talk about this song and everything and some other things that are going on with Mr. Cupid. Um, he's real into um, helping the community. He's, he's into uh, youth. He coaches a mm-hmm. basketball team as well down there in Louisiana. Um, we were supposed to be doing something, um, but, you know, COVID came and messed it all up, so. We need to get back with him and uh, figure something out. Yeah, for, well, you know, maybe this year or next year. Yeah. Yep. This is uh, DJ Sean in the morning, y'all. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Get up with DJ Sean. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Because he got it going on. You will enjoy the show. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Here's up radio. DJ Sean in the morning. Again, we're here, uh, you know, this morning here on Hilltop Radio Show talking about management and stuff again, you know, being patient in the industry, uh, setbacks and people holding you back. Uh, you know, it's... it's um. Again, uh, Candace, uh, if artists out there want to need someone to talk to as far as consultant, what type of uh, what type of consultant uh, agency or someone that they need to talk to 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 figure out what their next move is with their life? It's, when I when I say life, you know, it is their life because you know it's their mm-hmm. music. That's part of their life. Uh, talk to me. Well, first things first, they have to figure out what it is they want to do because that's one of the first questions we ask as consultants. Where do you see your career? Because I cannot want it more than you want it. So you have to first figure out where is it that you see your career going? What do you want for yourself in this career, in this industry? What do you want for yourself? Because if you're boxed in and you only know one thing, then the person needs to know that. So know what it is that you want when you're going to a consultant. And why are you going to a consultant? Mm-hmm. You know, why are you going? Are you looking to further your brand? Are you looking to create a brand? So, I mean, and when you look for these consultants, or these agencies, you have to be willing research the agency, research the person, and you have to be willing to do what it is that they're asking you to do. It's just sort of like I don't see artists anymore, Sean, do artist management. I don't see them do the artist development part anymore. It's like, you don't have to because being going into consulting, it's just you're developing the person. So you, you have to. It's just like artist development. That's right. That's right. 
That's right. It's exactly what it is. And you got some artists that that are all all over the place, and they think they know it all. They're the artists that, you know, I I, I can tell it when I when we're interviewing certain artists and stuff. I can tell when an artist is ego just by how he talks, how he yeah. answers questions. If he's all over the place, um, I can tell artists that has an attitude problem, just the way he talks, the way he says certain things, the way that you talked with him, certain questions that you ask. Been doing this for a long time, so I know. Oh, this artist is arrogant. Oh, this artist got an ego problem. Oh, this artist got an attitude problem. I can tell that. That's why I hurry up and get him off the show. Because I'm tired of listening to him. That's just how I am. So when y'all see me rushing someone off the off the show, that's because I didn't pick up on a bad trait. And I don't want... Because if I can pick up on it, someone else out there listening can pick up on it. Right. That's, that's true. Why certain, that's why certain people I rush off the air, because I didn't already picked up a bad vibe. Even when they even when they're on there and they talk too much. That's a bad vibe mm-hmm. because they they just want it's their opportunity just to talk, 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 talk. But you're not making any sense, 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 sense while you talk, 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 talk. You're just talking because you got the opportunity to talk. That's true. I mean, it 12, away 12 from years. The interview. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, uh, Quinn. I'm sorry. I, I said it takes away from the interview when we're trying to learn something about that the guest or that particular artist. It takes away from the interview because they're saying so much at one time in a, in a short amount of time. They're trying to fill in as many spaces as they can or as much space as they can possibly fill in, and it's not – it's not productive with the interview because the questions we want to ask, we can't ask them. Well, so it kind of takes yeah. away from the interview. If you look at like I must, I keep mm-hmm. saying on song because on song is 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 the is the uh, music industry documentary uh, TV. If when those artists are talking they're they're not only talking about themselves but they're talking about what happened to them in the industry you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying yeah what what drugs did to them what did the other uh members of the group did to them what did management do to them that's why I tell, yeah. try to tell people if you want to learn the industry watch, watch unsung that is so true that is so true and they show you the mistakes made that they made when dealing with management. A lot of those artists on Unsung don't get royalties because they didn't know the business. Yeah. And then you got and some. Oh, I mean, cut you off, Candace. No, you, you even got some I mean, labels. It's sad. It's sad. You got some labels and you got some managers that say, "Yeah, I made a mistake. Yeah, we went bankruptcy because." We were misman. We didn't know how to manage yeah. the money that was coming in. You got some of them that that tells the truth, then you got some of them that sit up there and lie. Mhm. <laughs> yeah. It is. It it is, and it's it's crazy if you don't. And a perfect example. I don't know if you watched the 
the Teddy Riley unsung. The perfect example, he was the only one in Black Street that knew business. They will not get any royalties or any payment until he says yes. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't know the business and he did. And they were doing backdoor deals and all this other stuff. I mean, you have to watch the Teddy Riley one. And he clearly stated, no one will get paid until they do right. I have the last say-so. I own the name Black Street. I own everything associated with Black Street. Mm -hmm. But no one will get paid until they make right. And I ain't mad at him because that's him knowing business. That's right. There's so much knowledge in those unsung uh, segments, so much knowledge. It really is. Let me. Uh, I, I just want to jump off track real quick, Candace and, and Queen Bee. Let me. Let me tell you how God works. God works in mysterious ways and favors. Now you remember last night when when I gave uh, B Lethal the the floor and he was talking about his daughter and what he's going through. Uh-huh. You know. So he just texted me and said, "Quote: See how the universe works. We spoke on it last night. This morning I get a message, Dad." Mom said you can come and get me today. Mm. And my black ass is up getting dressed and drinking some coffee, and you know I'm a go get her. Thank you, thank you again, brother. I'll be on tonight. See? Yeah, that. and she could have been listening, and she, and he he not even know it. Yep. That's why it's so important, like when you sing, to stay on the topic and give and just. And just letting people voice that little bit, she could have been listening, and it could have hit her. And be like, you know what, just let me let him come get her. You know, so, I mean, that's good. Yeah. I just had that's to, good. I just had that to, is good. I just had to throw that out there because, you know, God does, he you does. Know, work and in things, his ways. It's, it's, and yeah. it's all in God's timing. It's all in God's timing. So... So back on the unsung. So this, like, when I'm here working, I have my laptop up, and I have unsung playing. I have unsung playing, because why? Because I'm I'm learning the business as well too. I'm learning the do's and don'ts. I'm learning how to how some artists want control over the other artists. You know, I watched the dramat the the uh, the fabulous dramatics. You know, mm-hmm. they didn't get resurrected back in their career until Snoop Dogg came and saved them. Yep. And then when Snoop Dogg came and saved them and got them back on, now guess what? Their their careers took back off. Now they're 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 a hot commodity now. Oh yeah, that's why I, that's why I watch unsung stuff. Documentaries. I watch a lot of do- music documentaries when I'm not doing anything. Yep. This is DJ Show in the morning, y'all. Let's let's speed it up a little bit. We're honoring my bri- my big brother DJ the Pro. This is his uh, Salt and Pepper mix right here on DJ Sean in the morning. Debo the pro, Debo the pro, Debo the pro. My mic's down, mic check one. My mic's down, mic check two. My mic's down. 
fucker up. Kiss the butt of this lyricist. Blow on the mic and make a wish. This groove set to soothe and move you. Party people, now it's time to. Whenever I feel 
I make them heal for me Even steal for me His mother and father He's killed for me That's what you get For trying to play smart Now take a hike With that slayed up heart No, you don't know If you're coming or going Look at your face Your jealousy's glowing And showing Don't get mad You don't have the right I throw bolo solo But lady like on the mic Psych is where I win my battles I handle you Like a baby with a rattle They'll make me prove to you That I can't even give him up Or get slammed I'll take your man Oh, you love it, dog. You're not a hunk. 
Total Pro Debo. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Get up with DJ Sean. Cause you got it going on. Get up, get up, get up, get up. You will enjoy the show. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Heels up radio. DJ Sean in the morning. All right, welcome back to the Hilltop Radio Radio Show. That was one and only the late great DJ Debo with his salt and pepper mix. We still got Margaret Gay to bring you guys and Etta James to bring you guys this morning right here on Hilltop Radio Show. And let me let me tell you guys a uh, a a true story how I met Salt and Pepper. I was DJing at a at a club and and Salt and Pepper was in town with Biz Markey, Heavy D, and the boys. Uh, it was Salt and Pepper, Biz, Marky, Heavy D, and the boys. EU was on that card as well. They were down at uh, University of Maryland Eastern Shore in uh, Princess Anne, Maryland. So we hurried up and um, got finished the gig and went to the concert. Enjoyed the concert and stuff. So we were saying, so so one of the cats that was DJ with me, he said, man, Let's follow them back to the hotel and get them to sign the albums. I was like, okay, cool, that's a good idea, right? So we follow, you know, so we follow them back to the hotel and everything. So we go in there. So uh, Harry D and them, they came, they came back out. He signed, he signed my autographs and stuff. Biz Marky signed autographs, autographed the albums, uh, autographed my album for me. Harry D and the boys, uh, EU. But Salt and Pepper them, they they would they would come back out the room, right? So it was me, my two homeboys. So we go inside and sit in the in the hallway. You know how Howard Johnson was set up back in the day. You know when you go down each hallway, it has like a little section where it has like chairs and stuff. So we sat there. This is a true story too, and and we almost got our ass kicked behind me that night. So but we ended up. We end up getting, I end up getting the albums autographed, all four of them. So that was a good day to happen out of it. So, and I got to meet Salt and Pepper. Um, I, I was looking for the pictures. I gotta find, I gotta go and find the pictures though. Um, so, so my homeboy says, man, they ain't coming out. They ain't coming out to sign nothing for us, man. We got everybody else autographed, but them. I said, watch this. So. We knew which room they were in. There were two rooms, you know, beside each other. So as soon as the door opened up, I yelled, I yelled real loud, motherfucks on pepper rice. <laughs> then my, my homeboy said, man, you get ready. We get ready to get our ass kicked, man. Next thing you know, both the doors open, fly open. Here comes a crowd, a herd coming down the hallway. And they said, who the, who the, uh, Salt, the little short one, she said, who the fuck said fuck Salt and Pepper and this and that, right? And then, and then I'm standing there, I said, well, I was restaurant too, I said, well, you guys, we got to get ready to fight, because it's getting ready, it's getting ready to go down, get ready to fight. So, just so happened, it was two other girls sitting, sitting there, waiting on them too, right? So, it was two other girls sitting there, and it was like, so they come up to us, right? And the girls were like, no, 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 no. They didn't say it. They didn't say it. They didn't say it. It was someone else that said it and ran. So I was like, they saved us. We had no item. We had no clue who these chicks were, right? So they saved us for, you know, getting our ass beat. Because we were getting ready to get beat down because it was like 10, 15 of them. 
So then, uh, so then I, uh, I asked one of the dudes. I said, "Man, can you can you uh, see if uh, Salt and Pepper signed my albums right?" So they, um, so he said, "Hold on a minute, hold on." He said, "You a DJ?" I said, "Yeah, I'm a DJ." He said, "Hold on a second. So he went over there to them. So they came over and everything, and they were looking at the albums. He's like, "Damn, you know, I ain't seen these album covers in a long time." So they autographed the album covers. You know, and they took pictures, and they took pictures with the girl, with the two girls and everything, too. So we were like, we told the girls, well, you know, thank you for saving our asses. So we ended up taking them, you know, Denny's was, back then was open 24 hours. So we took them, we took them to breakfast at Denny's and everything. So that, that is a, that is a true story. Yeah, we get, that was the only way I could get them to come out of the room to, to, you know, to, to, to meet them and have them autographed albums and at the same time I was getting ready to get my me and my boys are getting ready to get our ass kicked. Damn right. Get our ass beat. Oh the trivia question out there. Um the trivia question that I put in the group, who was the first the first well, I should have said first artist, first rapper to take Go Go <clears> back <throat> to New York and it ended up being a a big time party anthem song in New York. Anybody know that? Because B. Lethal, you were you were on. You said Chuck Chuck Brown, and that's Chuck uh-huh. Brown was that's was wrong. Anybody else want to jump on it? Anybody? The rapper. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go back to 19. 79, 70, 78, 79, around there, 77, 78, 79, around, somewhere around there. Because so Go-Go was, was, was big at that time. Um, yeah. Anybody it know? Was. Anybody know what rapper it was from New York? Anybody want to take a guess, take a punch at it? Be lethal are you with us? <laughs> I'm here. Okay. You want to take another guess at it? Uh... That have to be like uh, Wow Um I don't Yeah I, I don't want to guess wrong But I was, uh, Yeah I can't think Yeah I can't think either Either yeah, I can't, I can't go. And then watch, as soon as you say it, I'm going to be like, oh, man. <laughs> Anybody? Anybody. Mm-hmm. You want to take a stab at it? The, the, the only go-go I'm hearing is uh, uh, Hammer. So I, mm-hmm. You say MC Hammer? MC <laughs> Hammer. That's the only go go I hear. That's the only go go I'm hearing. I really don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to Actually, actually, I, I looked it up real quick. It, it wasn't 79. I thought it was 79. It was 19. It was 1983. Wow, I was I was way off. I was off. I was off. Wow. Big time. Wow. I don't know why I said 70. Because that rapper came out in his late seventies, I guess I didn't know. Oh, well, okay, all right. Um, Curtis Blow. No, you got it right. You just said it. I did. Curtis Blow. Yeah, Curtis Blow. Curtis Blow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Party time. <laughs> yeah, you okay. said it right. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Curtis Blow. Yeah, wow. Curtis Blow. You said it. It's party time. I'm gonna have that song mm-hmm. play that tonight uh-huh. on the show tonight. Yeah, party, he's party the time, earlier. Right? Yeah, that was the, the earlier go go sound. That's like the the more the early Chuck Brown sound. Mm-hmm. Yep, he did old school hip hop. Yep. Uh, contagious hip hop, go go, and political hip hop. 1983, Mercury Records, party time theme. Yep. Actually, it reached number 36 on the R&B charts as a as a hip hop and R&B uh, single. It did good. Yeah. That was oh. good. It did. It did. Yeah. Man. Yeah, you did. You said it right. See, guessing is always good for the for the soul. Yeah. <laughs> That's the information I didn't know I had. Yeah. See. Yeah. All right. All right, this is, let's get into another one. Uh, let's go with uh, my main man, DJ The Pro, with uh, his tribute to Marvin Gaye. We're, we're playing mm-hmm. homage to my main man, DJ uh, Debo The Pro. Um, you know, he parted us in uh, November of last year. Um, and uh, he had a uh, – he, he, he suffered, you know, because of corona. And whatnot, it, it it just took him out. Um, here one day, five days later, he was gone. But he also, wow. you know, had other health issues that help, you know, could contribute to it for staying in the system. Didn't know he had diabetes. You know, he had high blood pressure as well too. So he did that. All right, this is Marvin Gaye. Be right back, DJ Sean in the morning.
Mr. No Weapon on his thing uh, first thing in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Words can express <laughs> enough about that young man there, boy. I tell you, I got the side eye him sometimes. Yeah, that's, that's mental health right there, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was coming as soon as Candace said trip, bitter trips. I knew it was coming. I knew it. She opened up Pandora's box, the door, the Underground Railroad, every damn thing. She opened this uh, out. You know. Uh, if you were listening to the show, you would have heard the song. Yeah. But okay. Oh, just open mm-hmm. it up. Just open it up. Uh, all right, y'all, this is DJ Sean in the morning. Uh, Candace, if anybody has any industry questions, how can they get a hold of you? The best way to get in contact with me is through my email. That's Candice, C-A-N-D-I-C-E, Adams, A-D-A-M-S, at G- 725 at gmail.com. That's the, the email to use. All right, you guys, we'll be right back. This is Etta James. Right here, DJ Sean in the morning. Oh 
Thank you for being part of the show. Miss Queen B, let everybody know where they can follow you at on the um, social media. Yes, you can find me on Facebook at LaVon Bio. Instagram, LaVon.Bio, all lowercase letters. You can find me on TikTok at LaVonBio919. And uh, what does the Transformers have? Anything the Transformers have, Transformers have coming up in the community? Uh, right now, she we have been discussing something for Black History Month, but she hasn't gotten back to it yet as of um, with the final details on that. So I'll, uh, I'll be calling her later on today to get that information if um, if she's um, gotten anything yet. So we're supposed to be doing something next month for Black History. All right. Uh, DJ B, leave the letter. I know where they, where they can follow you at. Uh, right here with DJ Sean, my man, 50 Grand, on the Hilltop Radio Show. Facebook, DJ B Lethal, SoundCloud, Instagram. You can Google me. You can find me. DJ B Lethal. The one and only. All right, the one and only. only. DJ Go ahead, B Lethal. Oh, I was going to say, uh, that, that subject we spoke on last night, this is how the universe works. We spoke on it, and uh, guess what message I get last night before I, did, yeah, I, before I went to bed last night. Yeah, what you uh, shared with me, I, I shared with the ladies uh, earlier when you told me that. Yeah, I yeah. sure did. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So I know the family had me in their hearts and their minds and, Everybody was, was was praying on it, and I, I thank y'all for that. that. That's that means a lot to me. All right, no problem. Uh, DJ Groove, uh, let everybody know where they can follow you at, my man. Uh, find me on Facebook under Andre DJ Groove Whitfield. That's the only platform I'm on. But I'm gonna get on TikTok with my man Keeney, so watch oh, out for no. that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Lord have mercy, boy. Man, yeah, man, 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 that's no weapon. We coming up with a a mankini video. We can put it on TikTok. No, no. just go right on ahead. Just go right Try on ahead. Do. No, the fuck I ain't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Miss hey, Candy. Yeah. Miss Candy. Wow, we be on gonna, it with it. We got Sean, we got Sean and the man Kenny doing the shabba do dance. Yeah, with his hat on. <laughs> <laughs> with the feather, the one with the feather in his head. Yep. <laughs> well, I got middle fingers up, all over the place. Yep. And put his little glove on, put a belt on the man uh, Kenny. And it, and it, um, no. don't forget about the long black jacket with the tail. With a tail with yep. a splitting in the back of it. <laughs> Y'all ain't shit. Y'all ain't shit. Go ahead, Shabadoo. I'm going to find a Shaka Khan song for you. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't even, I shouldn't have told y'all I was in the bed asleep. I shouldn't even told y'all I was on the air. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
All right, y'all, this is, this is uh, PG Show in the morning, man. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Make sure you guys check us out tonight here on the Hilltop Radio Show. we got the one and only Misunderstood will be with us tonight. And we're going to be dropping two of her hits uh, for the radio tonight. And uh, make sure you guys tune in. You, you're really going to admit, you're gonna be excited about this uh, Neo Soul that we're bringing you guys tonight. Uh, and then tomorrow night we got the Almighty Force MCs. We're going back to seven. We're going back to the late seventies. Uh, classic, old, old school classic hip hop with my main man, the Almighty Force MCs, right here on the uh, Hilltop oh, wow. Radio Show. Guys, uh, guys, have a pleasant day. We're gonna get on out of here with my Planet Rock mix. Is a DJ going around saying that he's the baddest? The baddest out there, but I think I'm gonna set this clown down with uh, yeah, yeah, son, do it, son. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid, you're ignorant. (laughs) I put a mix up here yesterday. Where the hell it go at? Hold on a second, did I put? Was it under five? I think I put it under five. Hold on, I'm gonna play some of it for you guys. Yeah, uh, it's all done. How, how many songs did I have in six minutes? How many how many songs did I have mixed in in, in one minute groove? Six. There's six songs mixed in one minute. All right, here it is. This is back to the eighties. This this is another one I found. We'll be right. Yeah. You
sorry, you guys. That, that anybody make the count? How many how many songs did you count within four minutes, uh, Groove? Shit. <laughs> man, I lost count, bro. Man, you had a little bit of everything in there, man. I love it. I love it. Oh, what about you, uh, man, B yeah. Lethal? Oh, B Lethal gone. Yeah. It was twenty three songs oh, within yeah. four minutes. Yeah. Yeah, you 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 did your thing on that on that mix, man. You did your thing. A whole lot of people can't do that. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna play a little bit tonight on the show, you know, just to show off a little bit. But man, you be safe out there, man, and I we'll talk to you tonight here on the Old Top Radio Show, man. Be safe. All right, bro. Y'all y'all guys have a good day. Yes, sir. All right, buddy. Peace. Ah, uh, man.